Good morning. It is Mel, Coach Melvi, um, Rebirth Dimension. And I am coming to you this morning, hopefully briefly, but if not, hopefully you will get something positive out of what I'm going to share with you this morning. It was something that was brought to my attention. I like to use, before I even go into this, most times when people are writing books or um, sharing a story or whatever it is, even if they're at church preaching across the pulpit, they're using life examples. They're not making up stories because basically life examples are what you learn from. Life examples are what teach you lessons. Life examples are the things that we all relate to. So in order to understand where someone is coming from, then we need to um, be able to be relatable. So um, timelines, that's what my subject is about. Sometimes you run into circumstances, and I know all of us have had this situation where you you are in the middle of a conversation or you're getting ready to do something, an activity, or go out to an event, and you get this funny feeling inside of you. It's like, no, maybe I shouldn't do that. Or a conversation that you are getting ready to have with someone or it, it, it's in the middle of a conversation and you want to say something because you want to get your point across and help that person understand or, you know, just to get your point across, period. But something in you stops you before you even open your mouth or even look like you want to open your mouth because the simple fact is something just showed you exactly how that whole scenario is going to play out. Think of the movie um, Sherlock Holmes with, um, I think that's Robert Downey Jr. And if you recall the incidents where he was getting ready to have an altercation with someone. He basically played the altercation out in his head. He had the, he saw the timeline, how it was going to play out way before it happened or right before it happened. And then, um, It gave him a chance to figure out whether he wanted to do that scenario or whether he wanted to do something else. And if you notice, every time he did it exactly the way it played out, exactly, exactly what happened. And I just stuttered. <laughs> but that's exactly how it played out in the, um, in the scene. So if you recall any incidents in your life that you were getting ready to say something and something and you're just like, nope, don't do it. Or something said, don't do it that way. Do it this way. Because you you kind of see how it's going to play out. Like, this is going to happen if you say that. They're going to say this because you know, you're familiar with how uh, the reaction is going to be. And sometimes it's, it could be with someone you don't even know. But you're still giving a scenario about how it could play out. If you jump in front of this person, this could happen. If you, if you say that this to this person, if you say... It's early morning and I'm stuttering. I haven't even had my tea, so please forgive me. If you say this to a certain person, this is this is possibly what's going to happen. Okay, on the other hand, this could possibly happen. So, if you react this way. So, 
which way you're going because you're given certain scenarios literally if i go to this party no you shouldn't go to that party because mm, i got a funny feeling that this is not gonna play out right my son had a situation himself where he was um gonna he was in high school i think a senior in high school at the time and he wanted to go to this party with some friends and my gut instinct was like i don't even think he was a senior then I think he might have been a sophomore or junior, but he wanted to go with his friends and they were looking out for him. But something in my gut was like, and I didn't have a problem with his friends. It was just a party that he was going to. And something in my gut was like, "Mm, Kirk, I'm not so sure about this one. I don't think you should go. And I'm not too crazy about you going. So mm, I'm going to have you stay home today. Today is the day that you're not going to go. Nope. So he was like, okay, fine, whatever. You know, he brushed it off, went on about his way and stayed home, you know. And the next thing you know, at the party, someone got shot. It was a big fight and someone, I think think he said it was a young lady that got hurt. Um, But either way it goes, the situation didn't play out too well. So your gut instincts tell you exactly how the timeline is going to be. And just imagine had my son went to that, you know, he might have been in the midst of it all, you know. So I'm actually kind of glad that I followed that. I'm like, mm, my gut's like, you get those instincts. Even when you're driving, stay in this lane because if you drive up, that person's going to cut you off. Or that person's going to speed up. You get, you kind of feel those things. So what I want to say is pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to your spirit man inside you or the God conscious inside of you or um, whatever you want to call it intuition um, source the creator whatever but you get certain timelines for every action that you're about to do you know and whether you want to enter that conversation or not whether it's going to end up in an argument whether it's going to go you know it's going to show you the different scenarios and you get to choose which timeline you want to be a part of sometimes we choose to ignore it and that ain't nothing you know and he's like no my 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 mind told me to do this something told me to do this something told me not to do this and we tend to ignore those things that is the god source inside of each of us telling us exactly which road to take now you still have a choice and it's okay but it depends on where you want your life to end. It depends on how you like want your life to um, turn out. You know, some people do things and they know it's wrong and they know exactly how it's going to play out. This might not play out too well. I can feel it in my bones, but you know what? What the heck anyway? They just do it anyway because of the thrill of it. And then once they, they, they once they get caught or it turns out exactly the way they thought it was going, well, you know, oh, well, I did it. It's over with. You know, but for some reason they get a thrill off of the high of it. And some people, when they go through, they're like, no, I don't think I want to do that again. So if that scenario comes up, I'm going to remember it this time. So those timelines that we're given, I'm just trying to share with you that they play a significant part in the success or the failure of your life. Um, They also play a part in the um, journey of your life, which way it turns out. And I want to let everyone know that this life is no, there's no wrong or right. Simply because you are a spirit and you are on a journey to learn 
And the spirit of God through you is learning through your experiences here on this earth. That's what's going on, really. And I've gotten to the point where I've learned to just speak my mind so people can understand instead of being afraid of what may or may not happen because everyone wants to learn. Everyone wants to understand. And me holding back knowledge and information is not helping anyone because the one thing that I learned was to study to show yourself approved. Uh, work when you not be ashamed, rightly dividing the knowledge of tr- the, 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 the knowledge of truth. <laughs> um, so no longer will I be holding back what it is I feel needs to be shared. And I do it in love. And again, everyone is at different places in their lives. So those of you who are one who want to learn, you're gonna learn it and you're gonna understand it. And those who don't, you're on a different timeline, you know. And there's that timeline again. Well, if I listen to this, this is possibly gonna happen. Well, I may learn something, you know. Who knows? Well, timeline says this, but if I choose another timeline, I may learn something different. It's all a learning experience while you're on this earth, whichever path you take. Just remember that. But you have the choice as to which way it goes. And you are given an example. You're given some type of inkling to tell you how it's going to possibly play out. And you get to choose which part you want to play in it. So with that being shared, be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of your actions and reactions to everything. Be aware of your thought processes and be aware of the warning signals that are given to you. I guarantee you it will change your life. It will change your, change a lot of things. You know, if you don't want to live a certain type of life, then the warnings and the signals that you get and the timelines that you're given, be aware of those. That way you don't have to always sit up and say, you know what, my mind told me not to do that. Or my mind told me to do this instead of that. And if it's ringing a bell in your head, then something is saying you might want to try it this way instead. Because that's the God inside of you. Everyone has that that um, inside of them. Everyone. There's no one exempt because God is inside of all of us. The creator is in, in all of us. So um, remember that going forward. And if it happens, all you can say is, I knew that was going to happen. All right? Everyone have a wonderful Sunday. It is Sunday today, June 22nd, I believe. We're going to enjoy the rest of this day. And we're going to enjoy the rest of this week. You all have an awesome week. Stay positive. Have good thoughts. And pay attention to those timelines. Take care. God bless. Good morning. It is Mel, Coach Melvi, um, Rebirth Dimension. And I am coming to you this morning, hopefully briefly, but if not, hopefully you will get something positive out of what I'm going to share with you this morning. It was something that was brought to my attention. I like to use, before I even go into this, most times when people are writing books or um, sharing a story or whatever it is, even if they're at church preaching across the pulpit, 
They're using life examples. They're not making up stories because basically life examples are what you learn from. Life examples are what teach you lessons. Life examples are the things that we all relate to. So in order to understand where someone is coming from, then we need to um, be able to be relatable. So um, timelines, that's what my subject is about. Sometimes you run into circumstances, and I know all of us have had this situation where you you are in the middle of a conversation or you're getting ready to do something, an activity, or go out to an event. And you get this funny feeling inside of you. It's like, no, maybe I shouldn't do that. Or a conversation that you are getting ready to have with someone. Or it, it, it's in the middle of a conversation and you want to say something because you want to get your point across and help that person understand. Or, you know, just to get your point across, period. But something in you stops you. Before you even open your mouth or even look like you want to open your mouth. Because the simple fact is something just showed you exactly how that whole scenario is going to play out. Think of the movie um, Sherlock Holmes with, um, I think that's Robert Downey Jr. And if you recall the incidents where he was getting ready to have an altercation with someone. He basically played the altercation out in his head. He, had the, he saw the timeline, how it was going to play out way before it happened or right before it happened. And then um, it gave him a chance to figure out whether he wanted to do that scenario or whether he wanted to do something else. And if you notice, every time he did it exactly the way it played out, exactly, exactly what happened. And I just stuttered. <laughs> but that's exactly how it played out in the, um, in the scene. So if you recall any incidents in your life that you were getting ready to say something and something in you is like, nope, don't do it. Or something said, don't do it that way. Do it this way. Because you you kind of see how it's going to play out. Like, this is going to happen if you say that. They're going to say this because you know, you're familiar with how uh, the reaction is going to be. And sometimes it's, it could be with someone you don't even know, but you're still giving a scenario about how it could play out. If you jump in front of this person, this could happen. If you if you say that it's to this person, if you say, it's early morning and I'm stuttering, I haven't even had my tea, so please forgive me. If you say this to a certain person, this is, this is possibly what's going to happen. Okay, on the other hand, this could possibly happen. So, if you react this way, so, which way are you going to, because you're given certain scenarios, literally. If I go to this party, no, nah, you shouldn't go to that party because mm, I got a funny feeling that this is not going to play out right. My son had a situation himself where he was um, going to, he was in high school, I think a senior in high school at the time, and he wanted to go to this party with some friends. And my gut instinct was like, I don't even think he was a senior then. I think he might have been a sophomore or a junior. But he wanted to go with his friends and they were looking out for him. But something in my gut was like, and I didn't have a problem with his friends. It was just a party that he was going to. And something in my gut was like, 
Mm, Kirk, I'm not so sure about this one. I don't think you should go. And I'm not too crazy about you going. So mm, I'm going to have you stay home today. Today's the day that you're not going to go. Mm-mm, nope. So he was like, okay, fine, whatever. And, you know, he brushed it off, went on about his way and stayed home. You know, and the next thing you know, at the party, someone got shot. It was a big fight, and someone, I think it was, I think he said it was a young lady that got hurt. Um, but either way it goes, the situation didn't play out too well. So your gut instincts tell you exactly how the timeline is going to be. And just imagine had my son went to that, you know, he might have been in the midst of it all, you know. So I'm actually kind of glad that I followed that. I'm like, mm, my gut's like, you get those instincts, even when you're driving. Stay in this lane because if you drive up, that person's going to cut you off. Or that person's going to speed up. You get, you kind of feel those things. So what I want to say is pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to your spirit man inside you or the God conscious inside of you or um, whatever you want to call it. Intuition, um, source, the creator, whatever. But you get certain timelines for every action that you're about to do you know and whether you want to enter that conversation or not whether it's going to end up in an argument whether it's going to go you know it's going to show you the different scenarios and you get to choose which timeline you want to be a part of sometimes we choose to ignore it ah that ain't nothing you know and you like, no my, my my mind told me to do this something told me to do this something told me not to do this and we tend to ignore those things. That is the God source inside of each of us telling us exactly which road to take. Now, you still have a choice and it's okay. But it depends on where you want your life to end. It depends on how you like want your life to um, turn out. You know, some people do things and they know it's wrong and they know exactly how it's going to play out. This might not play out too well. I can feel it in my bones. But you know what? What the heck anyway? They just do it anyway because of the thrill of it. And then once they, they, they once they get caught or it turns out exactly the way they thought it was going, well, you know, oh, well, I did it. It's over with, you know, but for some reason they get a thrill off of the high of it. And some people, when they go through, they're like, no, I don't think I want to do that again. So if that scenario comes up, I'm going to remember it this time. So those timelines that we're given, I'm just trying to share with you that they play a significant part in the success or the failure of your life. Um, they also play a part in the um, journey of your life, which way it turns out. And I want to let everyone know that this life is no, there's no wrong or right. Simply because you are a spirit and you are on a journey to learn and the spirit of God through you is learning through your experiences here on this earth. That's what's going on, really. And I've gotten to the point where I've learned to just speak my mind so people can understand instead of being afraid of what may or may not happen because everyone wants to learn. Everyone wants to understand. And me holding back knowledge and information is not helping anyone because the one thing that I learned was to study to show yourself approved. Uh, workmen need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the knowledge of tr the, 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 the knowledge of truth. <laughs> um, 
So no longer will I be holding back what it is I feel needs to be shared. And I do it in love. And again, everyone is at different places in their lives. So those of you who are one or who want to learn, you're going to learn it and you're going to understand it. And those who don't, you're on a different timeline, you know, and there's their timeline again. Well, if I listen to this, this is possibly going to happen. Well, I may learn something, you know, who knows? Well, timeline says this, but if I choose another timeline, I may learn something different. It's all a learning experience while you're on this earth, whichever path you take. Just remember that. But you have the choice as to which way it goes. And you are given an example. You're given some type of inkling to tell you how it's going to possibly play out. And you get to choose which part you want to play in it. So with that being shared, be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of your actions and reactions to everything. Be aware of your thought processes and be aware of the warning signals that are given to you. I guarantee you it will change your life. It will change your change a lot of things you know if you don't want to live a certain type of life then the warnings and the signals that you get and the timelines that you're given be aware of those that way you don't have to always sit up and say you know what my mind told me not to do that or my mind told me to do this instead of that and if it's ringing a bell in your head then something is saying you might want to try it this way instead because that's the God inside of you everyone has that that um, inside of them, everyone, there's no one exempt because God is inside of all of us. The creator is in, in all of us. So um, remember that going forward. And if it happens, all you can say is, I knew that was going to happen. All right. Everyone have a wonderful Sunday. It is Sunday today, June 22nd, I believe. We're going to enjoy the rest of this day and we're going to enjoy the rest of this week. You all have a awesome week. Stay positive, have good thoughts and pay attention to those timelines. Take care. God bless. Good morning, everyone. This is Coach Mel V. Rebirth Dimension. It's Friday, June 21st, and I have not gotten out of bed yet, but I will be in just a few moments. But I wanted to send you all well wishes and a wonderful day. And before I get out of the bed today, I am going to set my intentions on a positive note. I'm going to think positive. I'm going to look for positive things. I'm going to find the positive inside me. I'm going to ask that one question. How am I feeling? Because when I'm feeling good, everything else around me goes good. If I'm happy, I'm going to look for things that are happy. I'm going to set those intentions. I'm going to make it intentional. I'm going to be intentional today. So how do I feel? I feel happy. I feel, I feel successful. I feel powerful. And these are not just words to just speak, to think that's, that's what you want to feel. If you go into your imagination, just imagine how it would feel if your day went exactly the way you wanted it to go. 
Just imagine, you know, see that when you get up this morning, if you drink coffee, the coffee's already made. If you go to work and everyone is speaking and everyone is nice and hi, good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. See everyone in your job getting along and working together. You can set those intentions about your day. You can make it happen. You can make it positive. But it's all what you want it to be. It's all what you say it's going to be. And you have to remember that every day before your feet touch the ground. You have to remember, I am a successful, prosperous person. I am going to have a good day. I am going to make the best of this day. I'm not going to try. I'm going to do it. I'm going to smile. I'm going to just be a bright, shining light in someone's life. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be thankful along each way. So even before you get up, while you're setting those intentions, be thankful for the morning. Be thankful that you opened your eyes. Be thankful that you can hear the birds chirping. Be thankful for the pretty sky, for the for the, for the trees outside. Be thankful for the creator that's inside of you. Live life to the fullest. And when you give your all, life will give you its all. And the creator will back you up 100%. So this is Mel signing off really quick. Saying, set your intentions on a positive note. Make your day a good day. And choose to be happy. Choose to find positive, And positive will follow you all the rest of your day. Signing off. You all have a wonderful weekend. Take care. God bless. Hello everybody. This is Coach Mel V. At Rebirth Dimension. Chiming in today. To give you a brief word of inspiration. And also reflection. So, where am I coming from? I'll tell you where I'm coming from. <laughs> what this is, is a chance to help everyone figure out where you're at and why you're where you're at. And... So the topic of this is going to be called, What's Best for You Right Now? You may not agree, but if you sit back and think about what I'm going to, what I'm going to say, it, it will start to make sense eventually if you are open to listening and really truly hearing. And not only that, but taking a step back from yourself and just observing everything that's going on around you it'll help you to figure out your goals the path that you're on if you're off the path if you're on the path and what changes you can make to actually get back on the right path so when I say what's best for you right now basically 
let's just say, say for instance, you prayed for something. Or you put it out there in the universe and you asked for it and you wished for it and you, you're, you're giving positive intentions about it and affirmations about it. But it still has not yet happened. One thing I learned in, when I was attending church is the one scripture that says all the blessings of the Lord are yea and amen. Which means yes and I agree. Amen is a form of agreement. So if those are God's promises, I think that's what it says. God's promises are yea and amen. So if that's what God says, then why would he change his mind? Or why would the universe change his mind? Or why would the universe shift back? The universe wouldn't shift back. It's our thoughts that change. And according to where we are. So you pray for something, you ask for something. And you wish for something and you put it out there in the universe so the universe goes into action creating what it is that you're asking for that you're wanting and then all of a sudden you start doubting you start going but but wait a minute then you start going well what if that's all doubt and it stops whatever you're trying to get it stops it from happening even if you again your feelings if you start feeling like um I want it, but it may not happen. You might not say it. You might not think it, but you can sure enough feel it. And the universe moves according to what you feel. So, say for instance, you prayed for a new car or a new job. Now, I'm going to give you a prime example is with me. There was a job that I was working at as a college. And I, when I first initially started working at the college, it was a part-time position. And one of the um, my co-workers that I worked with, we bumped heads a lot. And everything seemed to play against me because based on everything was based on seniority at the college. So wherever you were was based, you know, was where you landed. You know, you may not be able to go up for a promotion because someone else will say something like, well, you know what, I've been here longer, so I should be up for the promotion first. Even though they may have not wanted the position so and this is something that you had to deal with amongst other things but instead of me looking to find situations to make my life better within the whole process it became irritating to me I just could not seem to find a medium you know a middle ground with this this co-worker and it got to the point where I was just I said okay I'm done I'm leaving I don't have to deal with this. I don't have to put up with it. Still had not looked at myself to see what I could have done for myself. My peace of mind. So, in a way, I was running away from the situation. So, what happened was I went to the new position. I got promoted to another position in another campus. Thinking everything was okay. It was in my neighborhood at the time. I didn't have to worry about, you know, driving long distances or whatever, whatnot. Okay. Situation was worse over there at the new position, which was a full-time position, than it was uh, from where I was. And it just seems like everything played against me then. I could even tell when I was being manipulated against to, because there was another person who came in from a temp agency who wanted that position and they had worked in that position long enough to know it really well. 
but because they were temp and I was an employee, of course, there's that that um seniority thing again. I was um I got the position. So they did whatever they could in their power to make sure that I did not get the position, which was pretty much barely trained me or trained me incorrectly. And it was a totally different department working in money. And I had no idea what I was doing. Didn't know the rules for financial aid, government, and everything. So this person put me in this situation, threw me out there, and expected me to know all of the rules and regulations for financial aid students in four hours, literally. So by the second half of the day, I was put out there on my own. And every mistake I made, it turned back on me like, oh, how could you, you know, I, you should know this by now. So a week went by, same situation. And come to find out after this person's temp position was over and they had left, I was there to do the work. Come to find out after a week or so, the supervisor of the department realized that I had been doing everything wrong. And so she had to retrain me. But the funny thing about this is even though she was retraining me and I told her, I said, well, that's not what I was told to do. That's why I was, I was trained wrong. This temp kept coming back to the office. And she would go into the offices of all the supervisors and talk to them silently. Not just, hey, everybody, how you doing? She would go in there. It's like basically checking up on me. If you're in tune to the spirit, you know when things are playing against you. So basically, this person was coming back every now and then, talking to all the different people in the office, in their offices, very quietly and whispering just to see how I was doing on my position, which I knew. So, of course, that position didn't pan out. So I ended up having to go back to my position there was a, a trial so they sent me back to my old position which is a uh, temp position so because I had uh, not a temp position but a part-time position so because I had um, left initially um, and I had to come back my seniority dropped so everybody the person who was under me now had priority over me so I couldn't come back on my same hour so I had to just take what I could get okay no big deal I just did what I had to. But this time upon coming back, I said that I would make the best of it. Try to find the positive out of the whole situation and make it work to make it a very a, a more comfortable job for not just for me but for everyone involved. And that's what I did. Eventually, both the people who were working in the office with me, one retired later on after I believe I was promoted to another position and then the other person well actually no both people retired so neither one of them were in the office anymore it was really really odd but it happened and it's okay so and then the position that I the full-time position that I had initially left to go to the temp end up ended up having the position because no one else wanted to apply for the financial aid position so she had the position but when you do bad things to others, bad things come back on you. She ended up in another position, but while before that happened, when she did go back to that position, she finally got pulled into the um, job from temp to a you know permanent position there in that department that she wanted. But it played against her because all of a sudden, everything that happened to me started happening to her while she was in that job so then she couldn't wait to come out of the position when initially she was getting along with everyone 
So, you know, you, you can't do things like that to people and it not come back on you. But that example right there shows you exactly what's best for you right now. It wasn't good for me to go to that job. What was best for me is to be at the position that I, I was supposed to be at, which was a part-time job. Because there are some things that I had to work out within me in order to make my job peaceable. And once I did that, then the other job came along. And I was promoted to a job within the campus, full-time, and I got paid more money. But I still ran into some obstacles even at that position. So I knew this was a lesson that I had to, to learn. <laughs> because what happened was... I went to the next position, um, same campus again, and I butted heads with a couple of the, with the employees, you know, there, and it was just a bit much because it started involving the supervisor. Same thing. I found another position at another campus, <laughs> closer to home, and of course, everything that possibly could have happened, I was able to stay at that job for maybe, a, I believe, close to a year, almost a year if not a year, but I ended up having to go back again to the uh, first campus that I've, in the, the initial campus that I started at. And once I did that, I had to do it again. I had to go back and go, what do I need to do to make this situation work? Not for me, not just for me, but for everyone involved. Same process. And so I found a positive road to go. It wasn't easy. I had to make it work. And at the same time, I had to find my voice because during those other times of transition and transferring back and forth to different campuses, I was afraid to use my voice. I was afraid to stand up for who I was. I was afraid to be me. So in the midst of all of this, I learned to say no. I learned to push back. I learned to speak up for myself no matter what because I started learning that if you don't, others will say what they want to say and walk over you. And I learned when to say something and when not and when to involve myself in issues and just to stay away from it. So eventually Everything just leveled off and everyone started getting along. But by that time, um, I would say within a year, maybe a year, if that, I was on my way out the door. I was actually getting prepared to leave the state and move out of the state. So I was leaving the college, the whole tutorial. You know, we have five campuses, but instead of me transferring to another campus, I was leaving the state. And it was time, um, but I knew this time when I was leaving the state that I had no animosity, no anger, no anything for anyone. And I knew that it was just time. So I had been wanting to leave for years. Something in my heart and my spirit kept saying, you need to, you know, it's, something just kept telling me it was time to go. I just didn't know when and I didn't know where. So the places that I ended up going well, not necessarily the places that I was going to be permanently, but each place had a lesson for me to learn. And where I'm at now, I'm happy. 
the place that I place that I live, the state that I live in now. I'm very happy. I'm at peace. Um, I know this is not my final destination, but it's also a journey, and I'm embracing it. And even then now, and I'm I'm in dealing with issues, but I'm learning how to deal with the issues from a spiritual standpoint, as to where I don't have to become involved, and I'm growing because of it, and I've made the choice to grow in the midst of it. So each position that I had at the college, it was a position that I needed at that time because it was best for me at that point because there was something that I was supposed to learn. There was something that I needed to grow from. There was something that I needed to heal from. Um, I needed to learn how to stop running away from issues. I needed to stop letting issues affect me emotionally. I needed to learn how to I needed to learn how to see people in a light instead of a dark place. I needed to find positive in others as well as myself. There was a lot for me to learn. So that's why I ended up going back to that campus over and over again. It was not, not only was it not the place for me to go for those other campuses and I did learn from them each time but it just wasn't my destination to go there. It was my destination to leave the state. And I'm glad I learned everything I learned. I'm glad I went through what I went through because as I was there doing the last um, turnaround back, I wrote a book. You know, my first book came out of me. I'm working on my second book now. Um, I also finished two degrees while I was there at that campus. So I had completed my bachelor's degree. I take that back. I had already completed my bachelor's degree. I completed my master's degree there. So all things work together for good if you can find the good. If there are things in your life that you want and it's not happening yet, take a step back and try to figure out why. There's a reason, I guarantee you. There's something that you need to look at. If there are things that are triggering you in your life and you don't understand why every time, there's something that you need to get from it. There's something that you need to learn from and there's something that you need to grow from. And it is for your good and it is for a reason. And it is what's best for you right now. So... If it doesn't come when you want it to come, that doesn't mean it's not going to come. That just means not yet. It's still there because everything you ask for, you get. Good or bad. And most of the time, you don't even realize you ask for the bad. It just It's just there. So I'm hoping that this helps you in some type of a fashion. I've seen countless number of people who have said, this is what I want. When is my turn going to come? Why can't I finally get this? Well, first of all, you keep saying, I can't. How come I can't get this? How come this hasn't happened to me? Because you keep saying this hasn't happened to you. Or because you keep saying this, you can't have this. Or if you keep saying, I'm broke. You have what you say. You have what you say. And until you realize these lessons, it's going to keep repeating. 
until you change your mindset. And I've heard so many people say that cliche, especially in fitness. I mean, someone has that um, cl- um, uh, catchphrase, you know, as part of their business um, mantra. And it's so funny how things catch on. First, it was beast mode, and everyone's saying beast mode. Now it's changed the mindset, and and it's not a bad thing. It's it's really not a bad thing that everyone's saying because that means everyone's on the same page, is trying to grow and get better, or those who are on those pages, you know, who are on that page. But sit back and find out why, because you have the power to control your atmosphere. You have the power to invite good in. You have the power to invite bad in. So if it's not happening the way you want it to happen, it's called having a mirror moment. What am I doing? What am I thinking? And what am I feeling to stop me from moving forward in the place that I really want to move forward in? Am I still dealing with hurt that I don't realize I haven't dealt with? Am I still dealing with triggers from people um, from my past? And it still affects me emotionally. Because if those things still affect you emotionally, then you're not going to go forward in a good relationship. And it's because of that. Because you've said somewhere in your life, I'm never going to let that happen to me. So what happens is you become controlling. You want to control what that person thinks, how they think, when they think, what they do, where they go. And if they don't do it in the time frame that you think they ought to do it, then they're the ones that's losing out. Well, actually, in reality, you're the one that's losing out because... You haven't yet let go of the past trauma that's causing you to react to this current trauma. And you still have not taken your hands off the wheel and trust the universe to give you what you need the best of. And you haven't learned the lessons that you need to be able to go forward. Because there are some relationships in your life that you are not going to encounter simply because you have not learned the lessons that you need to learn from the past. You haven't let go. You haven't forgiven. And if you try to go into a new relationship with those things, it's going to come up. So, with that being said, I've given 20 minutes to this. (laughs) I normally do not do podcasts or anything this long. But um, it's okay. As long as I don't go past 45 minute mile, I'm okay. I just want to share these things with you because a lot of us don't realize this. I'm not telling you what not to do. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you to be res- be aware of what you are doing, what you are saying. And if you want change, then there are things that you have to do in order to have those changes occur. You have the power. You can call out to God all you want to, but you also have to realize, and it's also in the Word, that's another thing. People don't seem to latch on to it, that... God is in you. God is in you and it's 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 in the Bible. All those of you who are Bible readers and those of you who are, you know, and that who attend church services, God is in you. It's in the Bible. It tells you all the time. So why are you looking outside into the stars for a stars for a entity that's literally a spirit? You cannot see a spirit. You cannot see it. You can feel it. And you can communicate with the spirit. God is the spirit, but God is in you. So instead of you praying outside for some entity to bring something to you, when all you have to do is go inside and listen for direction. Listen for where you're missing the ball. Listen for where you need to 
fix something or deal with something or face something or forgive something or let something go. What's best for you right now is where you're at. And that's the last thing you need to remember. Where you're at is where you're supposed to be. You're not going to go to the next place until you learn what you need to learn at this point. So the best thing you could possibly do is take this moment and this time and this place where you are and learn what it is you need to learn. Heal where you need to heal and grow where you need to grow. That way you can finally let it all go and you do not have to keep going back to that and trying to remember and pull up those things. Because talking about it over and over and over again keeps you in that same space. And you still can't have what you want. Because you're not ready. So, last thing I'm going to leave you with is something, another cliche catchphrase that um, evangelist used to say all the time. And it was called, it's called, complain, remain, praise, and be raised. Can you praise right in the midst of where you're at? Can you be happy where you're at instead of complaining? I don't have any money. I'm broke. I'm that. I'm this, anything negative. I don't have. Well, guess what? The fact that you said it, that's why you don't have it. Just because you don't see it does not mean it's not there. If you keep saying I don't have, you stop it. So... Start saying, I have, I am, you know, the good parts. I am rich. I am wealthy. I am happy. I am strong. I am successful. Those are the things of God. Everything else that's negative basically is blaspheming God. Believe it or not, that's how you blaspheme God. When you say everything that isn't God, isn't of God, and that's the God in you. This is Mel signing off, wishing you a wonderful weekend and making sure that you are happy in the space that you are in. And until the next time, take care. God bless. Ashe.